0: Hi everyone, Dave McKeon here. I hope you're having a good week, whatever you're doing. This is our bite-sized episode. We're going to revisit one of our shows that we did earlier in the year. In fact, it was the first show of the year when we had a brilliant guest on with us, a guy called Stephen Webb, who was part of the Elevation Church team for over a decade and his main responsibility was around church expansion and he helped to grow some of those locations, some of those sites in the different cities that Elevation Church are currently involved in. He's an awesome leader, and I want to encourage you to listen to this by sized episode, it's just a few minutes, but we're gonna revisit this idea of something he talked about in the show, which was around how do we keep energy in our teams, or how do we grow a healthy team? And Sweb, known to his friends, Stephen Webb, shared five key things that I think will help you as you seek to grow your teams and grow your church i hope you enjoy
1: i mean first thing is make it clear make it plain um you know I, I pick on the phrase cast vision a lot and if you've been on instagram follow me a few times you've even seen me make fun of it i just think it's a funny word it, it, it's fine but a lot of times people just use the word and they don't actually put the meat around it um and so you cast a fishing pole and you to go t- t- fishing You know, and you may cast food or seed, uh, but that's the only other time you use the word. And then when it comes to casting vision, people think just saying the phrase casting vision is giving vision. And uh, so I just don't think that's plain. And then when they do that, they say big words. We're going to be 10,000 people in the next 10 years. And there's like six people behind them. And that's it. it sounds good. But then that's like, there's a line in there somewhere where it goes from vision to like myth and hope and wishes, and almost just like unicorn and rainbows kind of vibe. And it's not plain. And I think at first, just what are we doing? What's the win? Show me the kind of the inline, show me the goal. You know, what, what are we trying to score? Just help me with that. And then I'll fight, you know, for everything to do that. And people need that clarity. I need that clarity. I'm not speaking on behalf of everybody else. I, I need that clarity at any level of organization. Just tell me in this seat, how can I win? What can I push for? What can I fight? What hill are we taking? Uh, so I'd make it plain. Um, the other thing is I'd want to go with them and lead with them. Uh, sometimes it's pushing from behind. Sometimes it's pulling from the front, but, it, it can't be like sitting in a penthouse, you know, a, a, an executive suite and just looking at reports and saying, hey, that number needs to get up. And so there's something powerful about going with them. I think Moses did that in his unique expression. Joshua did it in the field. So different people did it, but they were both with them. And in that journey, Jesus did the same. things on the journey with them. He didn't sit up in heaven and just kind of point and stuff. He's like, all right, guys, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to come down. <laughs> we're going to hang out for a couple of years. We're going to go together. And I think that's really helpful uh, if you can do that. Um, I think if you can keep a good attitude, that sounds really simple, but, uh, the, the more specific way is, is be grateful. Um, gratitude, uh, our pastor Stephen told us this years ago, um, gratitude is never silent or invisible. So you can't actually just have an attitude of gratitude without an action of gratitude. And that'll move people. You'd be surprised at how many doors open, uh, for a person who's grateful and shows and, and exhibits gratitude. Um, You've seen this. I hopefully don't have to go too much in depth on this. Especially you two guys have seen this, but I know even your listeners have probably seen this work out well. Um, I'd want to do that. Fourth thing I do personally. This I got so much traction out of this, and I still do. Uh, and I need to always get better at it. I don't think you arrive at this, but uh, is encouragement. Now again, that sounds real fluffy. It sounds like something your grandfather would say. Um, but man. It's, it's really, I find it to be really powerful. Now, encouragement doesn't work if it's like, Hey, good job, buckaroo. You can't do a, you know, butt pat, like after a football game or something, it can't be that it's gotta be specific. It's gotta be surgical. Like, Hey, listen, man, that third song, I saw what you did to take that energy and move it this way and adjust when that drum shield fell down on the stage, you know, like you start getting specific. That's a real example, by the way, um, you know, but that's real specific. Cause it tells people, Hey, they saw me which means I have value, which means they care about me, which means I probably want to do that better. Okay, let's do it again. Like you see how that all comes from like surgical specificity of your encouragement, not good job. Um, And so I see a ton of traction for that. I didn't grow up with a ton of that. My parents are great. Uh, My friends are great. But the specificity part was like not always there. And so about 10 years ago, me and a friend, uh, we sat down at Elevation. We were both relatively new and like, man, you know what? I think that guy would well, need to hug. <laughs> he was just always angry. This other guy was. Uh, and so we, uh, we eventually got to the point of just, Oh, what it was is he just didn't feel seen. And we didn't have a counseling session with him, but we got real specific and encouragement. Uh, and then last but not least, man, I would say, um, man, you got to cut some dead weight. Um, and I'm coming up with these on the fly. Uh, you know, I'm sure there's 10 other things I'd add, but, but I, it definitely makes my top five. Of, I feel like a lot of good teams get drained. When they know that they're pulling weight and this guy's not and there's a grace there's mercy we don't fire everybody uh it's it's very hard for example to be ha- be fired at elevation <laughs> it's also very hard to get on staff at elevation though too uh especially back when i was there so like it's just you know if you can kind of keep the order correct um it's good but when it's necessary we gotta we gotta cut dead weight man we gotta go um and i feel like you're gonna drain a lot more people on the front end because you take your 99 for the one scripture out of context and I think people do that in the wrong direction. He left the 99 for the one. Yeah, the 99 were cared for. They were good. They were on mission. So we went to pick the, the guy up. It's not the other way around where we water everything down for the 99 because the one, we don't want to have a hard conversation with them. And, uh, and I, I've been drained watching people get promoted uh, or, or um, you know, get some sort of press, if you will, um, and they haven't done anything. Uh, But that'll suck the life out of people pretty quickly. And then you're having to fix a bigger issue. Uh, and that goes back to the cultural thing you were asking a minute ago just can you can you have a hard conversation can you hold people accountable so that's a long answer man I kept talking you got me going on some of my trigger spots there man great well it's been amazing to have uh, uh, Sweb with us on this podcast and uh, we look forward to seeing everyone again and uh, speaking on the Church Explained podcast let me just mention you can get the show notes at icon.church forward slash open with also a load of resources for you there as churches but it's been great to be together on the church explain podcast and we look forward to seeing you next time in the jungle season two of church explain podcast we'll see you soon